All right, everybody. This is our bonus exclusive testimonial episode with the Richard Petty of fencing, Tony Thornton himself. Tony, go ahead and uh, introduce us. What we got going on here, man? Well, hey, Dan, I don't know if I can ever live up to that Richard Petty title, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give it our best shot. Hey, I want to say thank you to all the attendees that went to the Super Summit in July. We want to express a, a lot of gratitude toward that, and we're excited about the October event. And really want to say thanks to Dan and Cannon and to My Fence Life for being there, participating, and getting these testimonies to where we can share, you know, the successes of the event. Yeah, man, I agree. Let's uh, let's get this party started, man. Yeah, let's do it. Cannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. Hey guys, it's the end of day three or day two and a half. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, we've got Nathan Downs with Radius Fence. He was a speaker here with uh, Tony Thornton's Fence Consulting Super Summer Summit. It's a mouthful. It is. That is great. It is. And then we have Nicole. Nicole, what's your last name? Henry. Nicole Henry with Company Cam. She was a sponsor. And we have Justin Judy from... ArcSight. ArcSight. Not only was he a sponsor, or ArcSight was a sponsor, but he also was a speaker, right? I was, yeah. I had the uh, privilege of speaking on uh, digital technology for the industry. Awesome, awesome. So, Nate, Nathan Downs, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, um, I'm the local guy here of the group, right? Uh, live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, started my fence company a couple years ago, part time. Uh, went full time back at the beginning of the year, and we're just rocking and rolling, really integrating a lot of the techniques and stuff that we've been teaching of course here at the core at the summit but um also taking in some of the technologies signed up uh, believe it or not with uh, nicole and company cam uh today wow myself yeah so good for them good for us um but yeah i think this man i think this this whole event was uh, a lot of fun and i hope we can yeah convey some of the cool things we did up here. All right, great. Nicole, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am from Lincoln, Nebraska, which is where Company Cam's headquarters are located. I serve as one of the business development representatives, so working with partners, going out to shows, just really fostering those relationships. Mm -hmm. And um, coming to this summit was one of my first times going to an event like this. I learned so much, and I will definitely be coming back for the next one in October. So Lincoln, Nebraska, that's like Matt Warner territory. Yes, Matt Warner is my neighbor. I flew in the Lincoln International Airport. I'm (laughs) sorry about that. Very, very loosely. And um, yeah, we got off the plane at like two o'clock and I'm just like piddling around, getting my stuff together. And I look around, I'm the only one there in the security guard. And I'm like, hmm. Maybe I should leave. As soon as I walked out, they like shut the airport down. I was like, holy smokes. And then we got Justin Judy. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Justin. Yeah. No, absolutely. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I'm a partnership development manager with ArcSight. So I handle a lot of our strategic partnerships and ecosystems. So that kind of 
helped uniquely qualify me to be able to speak on, you know, industry technology as a whole. And Tony was gracious enough to invite me out to come discuss and just to echo what Nicole said is wildly successful, especially for the first inaugural one. So I'll definitely be back in October as well. Okay, great. So um, I got a little couple questions here. Tony wants me to ask. Y'all try not to talk over each other, but we're just going to keep it open. Um, as an instructor slash sponsor, do you feel this training will help companies be better positioned for success? Who wants to go first? Justin? Take yeah. Ab- no, I absolutely do, without a doubt. I mean, I'm, I'm not a fencer by trade. You know, I didn't grow up in the industry like a lot of folks here were, but a lot of the stuff that they taught here was like advanced selling skills and marketing strategies and search engine optimization and stuff that this industry has really kind of been missing for a long time. And I think it's just going to help educate and position these guys and gals to know exactly what to do when they get back. It gave them a great checklist, a great playbook, tons of actionables. If you guys could physically see this book that Tony gave out for the summit, it's it's massive. I don't even know how many pages it's that thing is. Thick. It's, it's very thick. It is. Hey, I <laughs> do have to admit, knowledge. Tony, if you're hearing this, listening to this, I uh, took two. I'm going to put one in Dylan's office. There you go. One in mine, so then that way I can hit my intercom. Yo, bro, look at page 98. (laughs) (laughs) Or page 898. Yeah, Yeah, really. It's It's, great. It's a Bible. Well, and that's what I liked about this thing, man. I liked how we didn't hit everything in the book, but I've got an index. I've got something that can guide me and be like, hey, let me go to this. And then, you know what's nice about it? I'd be like, hey, Tony. On page whatever, you talked about this in accounting. Give me a little something about it. Or I can call one of the instructors or I can call somebody else that was in the class because we made relationships, you know. What about about you Right. Like to echo what Justin said, I think for the first ever summit, it was such a great starting off point. I mean, I think Tony did such an excellent job setting it up to have future events, not just the one in October, but in years following where you could essentially talk about different topics every single event. You don't have to cover or you wouldn't even be able to cover the same topics because of how much information there is to talk about and the relationships that were built. Mm -hmm. So authentic. I feel like the network that you're growing just allows you to have so much more opportunity to lean on your fellow colleagues. If you have a question or a concern or something comes up, just growing that professional network was amazing. Yeah, that's some good points. What about you, Nate? Yeah, I think I think that's the premise of any event like this. I mean, you can you can can, can create a conglomerate like this summit was, but to get the people in the room to set a water level because of the cost of entry into it, mm-hmm. you know, that's usually a concern for a lot of people. But to think you're putting yourself in a room with thirty to thirty-five people that have invested their time, their their money their effort, their energy for several days and to come together almost like a mastermind, you know, and I think there's going to be a lot of things that come out of our first summit here that we'll be able to even improve upon and make better with those things because there's so much, there's so much quality people that were in the room um, over this event. And I think it just kind of bled through everything, even through some of our sessions and talks and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it's it's going to be better next time. And, you know, it's at a good price point, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, for everything that we got. Yeah. And you look at the price, you're like, it was a it, it was a good deal, but it hurt a little bit, too. Yeah. 
And what I'm learning is if it hurts a little bit, you're going to pay a little bit more attention. 100%. You know, so, 100%. but it was definitely worth it. The, the price point, I think, was perfect. The resort was beautiful. And um, I the think, lunches were good. Yeah, I think, I think Dan, one thing that anybody that coming out of this event could probably say is for the price, the value that they got, there's measurable things that everyone should have been able to take away from this for that thousands of dollars of investment, you know, that you just can't, where else are we going to get that? There's no other opportunity right now, even with some of the other training schools that do the same thing, but specifically with Tony's, it's just because you have those business owners all in one spot at one time. Yeah, the value the value is, is through the roof, man. Yeah. I mean, we had Barry, uh, what's his last name? Barry Willingham. Yeah, I mean, he's the ex-CEO of Ameristar. Ameristar. Then we had Bill Shank, is that how you Bill say Shanky. it? Shanky. Bill Shanky. He's Vice the, President of Sales from Ameristar. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got guys like this who ran corporations with 800 employees or whatever it was, yeah. and they're feeding into, hey, this is how we got a culture in a business that had 800 people. It should be pretty easy for us to do it. Yeah. 10, 20, yeah. 50 people. And I like the fact that like as much information as we got, if you come out of this and you you don't 10x your investment, that's on you at that point. The stuff that yeah. we shared this week is proven. It's from people who have been there and done it. It's not theory. It's right. fact at this point. Right. So um, is this training beneficial to both seasoned and new company owners? Would y'all uh, like to chime in on that? I can say that from being an installer, right? Like, so I think so. I mean, I think for the newcomers coming in, like myself, where we're in a growth development phase and we're really wanting to get better and stuff, there's so many things here that even the items that I knew, there's just refining those things and hearing it from other industry leaders. But then um, for those people that have been around, like your more mature and more seasoned companies that were in attendance... Um, it's got to be challenging. And I heard from several of them that they were just completely challenged by the fact of like, man, I, I, I see where my company culture is. And now I saw Matt and I want to, I want, I want that to be my environment. Right. So, like, so you're, you're a seasoned fence, uh, fence guy. Yeah. Just recently broke off on your own business, yeah. but you've been with, you were a, a head salesman with Ameristar. Is that correct? Yep. I was at Ameristar for and then you eight helped, years. You helped and the then- fence company. Yep, I helped a 70-year-old fence company, Empire Fence, out of Tulsa, um, triple in the last six years. Right, and right. And then now so, do my own thing. So with that being said, Nicole, you're not a fencer? No, not Never at been. all. Never not been. Be. Don't have any plans to. Hopefully not. That work is intense and it's... But you were fortunate enough to sit through this entire deal. Oh, absolutely. So I think that's a good good way to get you uh, a, a good thing to get your point of view because you would be like a brand new fence company right oh absolutely i mean coming here with i mean we'll say like very basic knowledge of fencing this was immensely helpful and insightful i mean i don't work in fencing i work in software that helps fencing companies. But I was taking notes right along with everybody else. I was engaged the entire time because every single presentation had that little nugget 
that I wanted to take along with me that I knew would bring value to other companies that weren't here that I could share with my company and see how we could better our product to serve those who use company cam. So with that being said, I think it would be very safe to say that you don't have to be a fence company to come to this. Oh, absolutely not. Right? You could be a concrete guy. You could be a framer. You could be a plumber. You're going to come here and you're going to learn what you need and you don't have to necessarily be a fence guy. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that they shared this week is like universal in business. It can benefit anybody. Fence companies, obviously, it's targeted towards. I mean, there were sessions on commercial. Mm-hmm. There were sessions on residential, just basic selling skills, uh, all of the above. Anything you can imagine that you would need. But a lot of the stuff I learned and loved was, I don't know if you guys know, but I spent a dozen years as like a sales trainer and manager with Best Buy. So my job uh-huh. was to train salespeople to be better. And a lot of the stuff that I heard this week, like was awesome to hear because those selling skills and things, they go to any industry. You know, some of it was things I had heard at, you know, fortune 50 company corporate trainings, sort of same knowledge um, and same skills and same practice or, you know, tweaked versions of it. Uh-huh. But it's, it's that tried true proven stuff that like every wildly successful organization uses. So whether you are a company that was in this room this week that had 90 employees or someone that had five, you know, there's something for everybody. I think any, any business owner can learn a lot from this summit, regardless of industry. And one thing I really appreciated was how interactive it was. Tony was not afraid to talk to us. He wanted us asking questions. He wanted to make sure that he was giving us the information that we were looking for. So nobody left unsatisfied or saying, you know, I really wish this got talked about or this was covered, but it wasn't. And you just really don't find that when you go to events like this. So I really appreciated that aspect as well. Yeah. From my point of view, um, I was sitting there thinking to myself, man, this is more of a business meeting or business uh, uh, summit summit that it just so happens there's a bunch of fence people here. Right. I mean, it could have been anybody sitting here, yep. any type of business person that has a business, whatever that business may be, you know? So, oh, and look, here comes the man himself, Tony Thornton walking in. Huh? Do we have like a cheering applause? Well, we do. Hold on. Well, wait, before we do the cheering, <laughs> I think Nicole's motioning that she needs to go. So, I do. Thank you for having me, Dan. <laughs> so sad to see you leave. So, uh, yeah, won't you swap over, Tony? Grab her, uh, <coughs> excuse me, that fellas. Grab her headset and get it put on. So, uh, Nathan. Yeah, bud. Being that you were on the sales and stuff side. Yeah. Right? Uh, how difficult was it to switch over to the business side? Do you think with some of the things, you, even though you were an instructor here. Sure. You were an instructor on the sales portion. Yeah. Right. So I'm assuming you got a lot out of the business portion, being that now you're full-fledged in business mode, not working for somebody anymore, Ab- right? Absolutely. And I, I think the biggest thing that I already knew coming into this and coming out of Fence Tech this year in 2022 was kind of the focal point that Tony said at the beginning of the event was how integral this technology side of just being in business today is. Um, you know, the pandemic really proved 
that there is a need for things to change mm-hmm. and that the world had immediately changed when maybe none of us were really ready for it, right? Right. But having partners um, with the event and just having partners in general for my own business that are on the cutting edge of technology are, on, are giving us those tools, right? Like we, we, we personally talk about all the time, like mm-hmm. me learning that from people like you, Dan, is... I think that to me was even like I mentioned when we started this, I signed up with company cam this morning, you know, because there's tools here and around us that other people are using that they're utilizing that can just make us better. And if it can save me time, like I talked to Justin uh, last night when we were hanging out, you know, Saturday before the event. So a day before the event, I spent nine hours in my office writing my work orders, placing all my orders for the week and stuff. And the only reason I had to do that was because I didn't have a system and a process set in place that automated that for me. Yeah, so I had to do it by hand, and it took forever, it's, guys. Man, so. what's, what's great? What's great with Arcside is you draw it out, right? And it's like in the background, it's almost like having your personal assistant just typing up the material order for you. You know, and it's it's a great thing. So, Tony, man, you um, you look like you uh, you wore out, man. It's been a tough couple days, huh? You you stay on that adrenaline high and making sure that you know the event is successful. And yeah, I'm kind of on that adrenaline crash now, but I'm used to that. Certainly appreciate all the folks that were here and and the attendees and sponsors and. And um, the instructors, I mean, I think we hit a few home runs and maybe even a grand slam or two yeah. with this event. Yeah, um, I was impressed, man. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of sad to see it stop. I wish we would have had a little more time to go through that last portion. Yeah. Because you know, it was some good, good yeah, we, information. Yeah, we, we pushed through that pretty heavy. It's like I, I made the comment when we finished up, you know, this is not a two-and-a-half-day event. It's probably going to turn into a three-day event. Yeah, uh, I can see that. You know, I've always been one of those individuals that allows the content to define the time that's needed. And uh, you put it on paper and you calculate, okay, X amount of time for this amount of slides. And uh, we weren't but about 30 minutes off there. But um, I do believe we delivered the content. Uh, the instructors did an absolute awesome job. I've already, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, always wanting to say, okay, did we do okay? I've already reviewed the uh, surveys that was turned in after the event, and um, uh, 95% of them's already put a check in the box that says exceeded expectations. So I'll take that. I went off on that sheet. <laughs> He's probably your 5%. Yeah, He's probably I did. I went off okay. on that sheet. I was like, dude, this is. He's like, what can be better? I'm like, uh. I'm serious. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know, I mean, the only thing that. I didn't really particularly pay a whole lot of attention to was the commercial stuff because I don't do commercial. Got it. But what I liked was is even though I wasn't engaged during that whole time and I was taking care of some work stuff, I've got that book. So when I do start my first commercial project, I'm like, hey, here's some guidelines that I need to go by. I'm not sure what this means. So I can call Tony I can get a hold of Mike, find yeah. out Mike, you know, because Mike uh, Robert, Robinson, Robinson? Yeah, Mike Robinson, Robinson yeah. Fence. He was uh, he was the guy that was uh, presenting all that. Doesn't he do a good job? Fantastic. I mean, that just he's a wealth of knowledge. In, Absolutely. Yeah, in the commercial world. Yeah, yeah, man. He uh, he he, man, he covers some things that I never thought of. <laughs> let's let like me, let's, access to the project. Right. I never would have thought I need access. Yep. Yeah. So let's put that in the exclusion. It's a lot of experience, though. 
Oh, there, yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, you're talking, what, 40 years of experience yeah. out there, you know, refining that process. And, and then, then you had Matt Warner, who's big in the commercial, mm-hmm. over there chiming in, mm-hmm. going, hey, take that another step. And I was like, oh, okay, look at this. These guys are working together, and Matt's just over here listening. And I liked how we were able to interject. It wasn't just teach a pupil. You know, a few things that I've learned over the years of uh, doing presentations is you don't want a lecturer. You don't want to just have somebody stand up there and especially read slides. Right. Those slides are there to tickle your thoughts, make sure that you get the content across to those in attendance, and make sure that they get the high points, right? And the way that we approached this was everybody has an opportunity. Everybody's active. Everybody's engaged, you know, even to the point where if you see somebody like, I'm not sure, and then you say, Hey, Dan, what do you think about that? And then it opens up more conversation. Uh, I think that that was probably uh, part of the, well, in my opinion, one of the best things about this event was that we just all was involved. Everybody, including the attendees, had their say, had their opportunity. and uh, But they left here with a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. and I, I liked even during, like, the instructor's portions, whether it was mine or anybody else's, like, all the other instructors would chime in and help out with things because it was almost like a giant think tank in the room. It's a yeah. bunch of people who knew a bunch of stuff. And if they had something to share, they made sure that they shared it because it was better for the group of everybody. And I think it was just fantastic. And we had, you know, Tony, you set up the one where it was a panel of people up all there at yeah. the same time and loved that. That yeah. format was great. And it was just, you know, the attendees all the way around were just constantly aha moments and scribbling their pencils <laughs> all the way down to a nub. I, lo- I love the panel thing. I just, yeah, that was I think fun. I put that on my paper, by the way. I was oh, yeah. like, I like the panel thing, but I think I we need, I think so we need I to have actually. Tony. Did y'all really? Yeah. yeah I, said I, I, got totally did I said, Tony needs to be the mediator. Yeah. <laughs> Great minds take a light. Hey, boy, moderator. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. Boy. Trying to throw me to the coals. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. Tony, you can, you can, you can direct it. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, let's move on to the next thing. And then, you know, but the great thing is, Dan, is that, now that Tony's done one, we have a baseline to work off of, yeah. right? And we were talking about that after was now that you've got the road laid out, like if, if we need to create a bridge or we need to do a divert or whatever, that that framework is in place to do that and only make this thing even better than it already was, yeah. which is exciting. I appreciate that. I'll share this with you. Late yesterday afternoon after we finished up, uh, my good friend Barry Willingham I came up to him and he said, man, great job. I said, man, we could have just done so much better. He said, Tony, that's just you. You know, he says, you guys hit it out of the park. This has been awesome. You know, now you're going to nitpick yourself to death because you want it to be so much better because you are, your name's on the line, your, you know, your reputation, your integrity, your credibility. He said, forget all of that, man. You hit a grand slam. You did a great job. Everybody you had here did an awesome, you know, the attendees getting everything out of it. So I guess, you know, I guess as individuals, we put so much pressure on ourselves to perform and make sure that we're delivering that sometimes you question yourself. But uh, he reassured me that uh, we were in the right spot. And then I told him, I said, okay, so I, I was sitting in the back and I'm taking notes and all of that, you know, so I've got five pages of notes that says, okay, I want to change that. I want to modify this. I want to ingrid. You know, it was just amazing to just sit back and listen because the contents is in that book. Y'all can imagine it, it took some time. Well, I mean, you've got guys that contributed to that book. Oh, absolutely. So uh, how many years have you been doing? Uh, let's put it this way. How many years have you been in, in, in business, right? And I'm talking about in the fence business. It just so happens you were doing fencing. You you can be anybody and have um, 
processes, procedures, checklist. That's what I was trying to say, man. Just, you know, Tony, I, I understand it's fence consulting, but this is this is a business thing, man. You don't oh, have to be a fencer. No, you're right. You know, uh, I had some people even in other trades evaluate the uh, content in the manual, uh-huh. and they said if you change the word fence to this or change the word yeah. fence to that, uh, it's the same trade you know, secrets yeah. and training. Uh, you know, the emphasis that we tried to make on here, there was two main objectives for the fence contractor super summit. One was to give the attendees the tools, and that's the procedures, that's the process, that's right. those cycles that we put in the manual to be more efficient. And at the end of the day, that was that last presentation y'all heard was, if we're more efficient, what are we? More profitable. We're more profitable. profitable. Yeah. So that was the goal. Um, I, I do believe that we uh, we met that goal. And, uh, I, again, I, I couldn't be more excited about getting this first one behind me, learn from it, you know, update, make necessary changes to improve, enhance. Because, uh, you know, when you get – when you say, oh, it's good enough, uh, that's when you're you going to mess up. Yeah. And, and knowing uh, – go ahead. Oh, I was going to say one thing to that, Tony, was I think the real – a real – cool feature of this was the fact of we got something tangible to take with us with the manual and the manual has so much stuff in there i mean it's got scripts and you know process flows and sops like literally in that manual and even if you're in the at the point where you don't need it today it's now a piece it's a tool to have in your Mm -hmm. tool belt moving forward so you have that whole component, and then you have the people component, the networking, like what Nicole was talking about earlier, yeah. you know, the, just getting around the like-minded people, like what I said, like having that think tank, that master class yes. environment, it's awesome. Well, I like the illustrations, man, you know, because yeah. it's one thing to read something, but when you see it in an illustration, in a flow chart or a circle or whatever it is, it puts it, just takes it another step and gives it a little more understanding. It, it get you know people learn so many different ways, and that was one of the reasons that we did the manual the way we did was yeah it's in writing, a lot of people can take that writing and apply it. I'm visual. I like to see what I just re- I like to read and then I like to see, and that's the way that manual is set up to where okay we're gonna you know tell you how to do it. Now we're gonna show you on paper how to do it. We're gonna put bullet points to say did we really do that? Uh, I, I just believe that. The whole concept of procedures and processes um, is going to help any company be better. And that's what our whole goal was in that manual was to uh, make sure that everything that we talked about had a cycle, had a process, had a procedure. And, um, you know, I, I I don't know. You know, I, I say there's tens of thousands of dollars of value just in that printed document, that book. But, you know, I'd really like to put some numbers on paper to say, how much is it? You know, what, what value is this book? You know what Maybe I'm saying? Maybe a bit of a challenge to quantify that all the way. <laughs> that, thing yeah. is, that thing is something. But yeah, I mean, just think about, you know, the the price of entrance to here is, like Dan was saying earlier, not that high for what you get compared to anything else. If you were to pay a business coach and a process person, an operations expert and a consultant and all this stuff to come into your business to get what Tony gave you, you'd be tenfold yeah. i was a little i business. was a little intimidated by the book when i sat down i was like oh man i thought we were gonna like just you know be talking and stuff and i was like <laughs> just read the book good. and then when tony was I like there so, weren't <laughs> enough pictures on the first <laughs> yeah, five pages yeah i like the illustrations <laughs> my favorite part no so i looked down and they're like all right so page six and i'm like oh my god we're going through all 
4,697 of these pages. (laughs) So then I was turning pages, trying to keep up because I was taking some notes. And of course, I was doing a little bit of work stuff at the same time, which, you know, Tony, I appreciate you giving us, hey, if y'all need to do a little work, understand you have a business to run, put your tablets out, do what you got to do, you know, step out if you got to take a phone call. I like that because some of these things are just like, uh, they look at you crazy when you get up and walk out the room. Hey, look, you know, I get it. I've been there. I've done it. You know, I've been that one-man operation up to, you know, an operation where we had, you know, 50, 60 employees. I mean, uh, the, these individuals are, you know, they've set aside. And I, I'm going to use the, the, the word invested. They've invested not only their money to be here, but they've invested their time. And, um, you know, you need to give them flexibility. And, um, uh, you know, what I really enjoyed watching was after four o'clock, once we shut down, I mean, we had a hard shutdown at four o'clock pretty much every yeah. day. Right. Yeah. And, I, and I purposely did that. And I was just so fun to see how many people were going out to dinner together. How many were people sitting in the lobby, you know, just drinking a cup of coffee and having a conversation at breakfast. Everybody yeah. was sitting at the same few tables, you know, just sharing and experiencing what what we've just gone through uh to me that networking is is just amazing and now we've got a network of super uh summit july attendees here that will you know stay part of a a fence family for quite a long time yeah i I really enjoy you know what i really liked about it was that people had their spouses and their kids here so doing it at, at this resort yeah was nice because like me i was here and you know, Pepper was at the pool and she was hanging out with Tony's wife, Tammy, and the grandkids. And then she was hanging out with Justin's wife and yeah. kids. And then she was hanging out with Nathan's wife and kids. Yep. So, and it was great. And then when everything was shut down at four o'clock, it was like, all right, where are we going? And yeah. then it was like, like, it was like Sunday after church. Everybody just going to dinner it's together. Family. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we went out to dinner with what, 18 of us or something last yeah. night. Just got everyone together. It was just a blast. <laughs> we won't even talk about Somebody. how I got lost going to dinner last night. <laughs> it was funny. Don't even ask me, Justin. There's, there's two restaurants with the same name. There it's is. understandable. In They're two in different, different areas. towns at 60 miles apart. <laughs> Tony may have went to the farther one. <laughs> yeah, so it was funny. We were all sitting at the table. And like, yeah, Tony made a wrong turn. And we're like, hold yeah. on a second. That sounds like a, I don't want to go, so no. I made a wrong so, turn. So you went to Disney <laughs> instead of Grove. Yes. Holy moly. That's mean, like okay, an hour apart. Okay, y'all said apart. Pistol Pats, okay? Well, oh, I just, you no. know, the Google thing, Pistol Pats, okay? <laughs> Hit go. I got in my truck and got the grandkids loaded, and all off we went. You took a left turn. And I was, right. like, getting closer, and I'm saying, I thought I was going to Grove. And then, of course, I'm not familiar with this area. Yeah. And then I said, I better pull this up. I pulled it up. I looked at it. It was a darn ice cream shop. You know, it was like ice cream, pizza, you know, I said, no, this is not, this is not the right place. So I text Justin, I said, not going to make it, made a wrong turn, actually wrong city. Yeah, <laughs> but, I texted him back saying, hey, we, we haven't ordered, we can wait. And he goes, you're not going to want to wait that long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Dan, I want to go back to what you said earlier. And, and, and that, you know, this resort was on purpose. And the reason being is, you know, as I've got, I'm going to use the term more mature, not older in life. I put more emphasis on that work-life balance than I ever have in my career. And when you can bring your wife, your significant other, your, I mean, we brought two grandkids with us, you know, and Justin bringing his children. I met family members that will stay friends with our family for the rest of our lives. And that's what it's all about. You know, we come, we learn, we educate, we help, but yet our families get to know each other, and it just becomes a bigger family 
And uh, that was the reason that I chose a resort-type setting and the fact that we could all enjoy each other's time. Yeah, I told Pepper, so make sure you swap phone numbers. We got Fence Tech coming up. That's it. We got, you know, Defense Workers Association deal and yeah. down in, in Vegas. We got a lot going on. Get to know these ladies because I'm going to be tied up and uh, <laughs> now you're going to be wanting to run around and do stuff. That's right. And I, I like the word family that you guys are throwing around because, I mean, our ArcSight works in multiple verticals, but the fence industry is unique. Um, in a lot of ways. One of those being that everybody truly looks out for each other. You hear it on a lot of different stuff that, you know, the rising tide raises all ships. And that is literally what we're trying to do here this week. It's trying to make everyone, yeah. there was no one that was secretive of processes. I'm not going to share that with you. Right? Everybody in this room wanted everybody in this room to be the best possible fence company they could be. We know Tony said something. He said, uh, he passed out a piece of paper for those of you that weren't here. And he's like, hey, you know, give me a grade. Tell me how I did. Tell me what you like best. Tell me what I should do differently. Give me some suggestions. And then the last thing was, would you recommend this to a colleague or a competitor or someone else just or in friend. business, friend? Yeah. And uh, he said, yeah, that's right. I say competitor. Because if our competitors in the fence business, in the fence world, are getting the same knowledge that we're getting, they're going to start getting on the same playing field. And then we're going to have a nice equal playing field. Now it's going to be about relationships. It's going to be about other things than just price. Exactly. The industry as a whole. Yeah. You know, I've been an advocate for that for, for a long time. Uh, as y'all know, you know, I wouldn't be able to be doing what I'm doing right now if it had not been for the American Fence Association offering me the executive director position. I still would have been an old boy from Mississippi, you know, that put up fence. But uh being an executive director and having the opportunity to meet so many people over the last eight plus years uh, has afforded and blessed me to be able to do Thornton Fence Consulting Group. And when we decided to make this this change, you know, or, or add this opportunity through our consulting group to say, we need to train, we need to give back, we need to do some creative things, uh, that it was all about rising, you know, to a whole different level. And um, as to your point, Dan, you know, if, if you know, you may not want to be a com- that. It, it, we talk about competition all the time, and I say the only comp- competitor I have is me, right? You know, right? And I think y'all, uh, I shared that with with everybody here. But if you have a competitor in your city and they are really doing things in a bad way, especially business standpoint, and you elevate them and you bring them up and you make them a better competitor, then you're exactly right. Everybody wins. It's brought right. our industry to a, a higher level of professionalism, and um, well, it's just a win-win if not, we do that. Not just do the, you and the competitor win, but the customer wins. Oh, the consumer, absolutely. absolutely. The, yeah. the, the consumer, customer, they win because now they're getting good quality service. They're getting a company that is going to be here. If there's a warranty issue, yeah. they're not going to be gone. There's, there's, a, there's a whole lot more that goes to everybody working together. Absolutely. Um, I, I really think we're on to something here. Um, I'm excited about the October event. I've, <laughs> I, may be, I may be pulling the wool over my eyes, but I've already told the uh, staff here to plan on double what we just did from there you the go. reactions right. that right. we got. So I got high expectations. <laughs> yeah, man, and, and look, goals. Look, Tony, you gave away a uh, – a um a seat here, didn't you? We did. We did. You know, we, we come down 
toward those last couple of weeks, and uh, everybody was calling and asking and those type things, you know. So I threw the opportunity out there that if you uh, like Thornton Fence Consulting's uh, Facebook page, you share that page, and then you send me a personal email that said, I want in, uh, your name went into the hat. Even those that had already signed up and paid to be here as attendees had the opportunity. I had two people that were already paid to be here <laughs> threw their name in the hat. And uh, Corey Bigelow from up yeah. in the Pacific Northwest won that opportunity. And uh, I tell you, you talk about a humble young man that's just willing to learn and just, man, he was like a sponge. It was just yeah. unbelievable. He's a little, he's a little, he was a little gullible too, guys. I have to admit. So, <laughs> no, last, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let me tell you how gullible he was. Oh, it was no. great. Hey, I, I, Corey's great. I know. We went to dinner. Hey, yeah, were, look, hey, look, he was, man, he, he couldn't, I, I interviewed him. He couldn't stop talking about the opportunity that you gave him to be here. Awesome. Couldn't stop talking about it, man. So we got back from dinner last night, and uh, Pepper was like, look, I'm going to run up to the room because we had stopped and got a couple mm-hmm. drinks or whatever to hang out by the pool. And, um, I told him, I said, well, y'all run up to the room and go grab my, my Fence Life stickers. I'm going to troll the parking lot <laughs> for Matt Warner's Bronco. Found the Bronco. Black Matt, Betty. Yeah, Black Betty. Matt had the top down and didn't have the alarm set. Uh-oh. So we took, we got scotch tape. We were polite. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we scotch taped my Fence Life stickers to the center of his rims. <laughs> And then his back bumper is messed up. He's got it replaced. So I put a big one on that one. It's stuck to that because he's going to get it replaced. <laughs> but then Corey, I was like, man. And I was kind of looking like, I don't know if this guy's going to do this. I was like, man, I, I, I wish I was a little more, you know, fit. I'd climb in the back of that thing. Before I knew it, Corey was in the back seat. I was like, yes, yes. I was like, here. So we took my fence life stickers. And we put them in the glove box. Oh, wow. All under he the seats. Up. All the consoles. Matt's going to be driving home and pick up his bottle of water, and there's going to be a uh, my fence, fence life. everywhere, man. So cool. I wanted him, hey, stick one on the center of the steering wheel, right? Well, we were using scotch tape. So I'm like doing the wheels, and I look up, and I peeled it and stuck it. Oh, no. I was like, oh, thank God, it's a vinyl sticker. It's going to come <laughs> off easy. <funny. laughs> so this morning when I walked in, I was like, man, I made a little heart sign with my hands. I was like, I just want you to know I love you, man. You know, And he's like, I've already seen, and it's cool. I sent pictures to Rachel, but when I get back to Nebraska, it's coming off. <laughs> you know, it's funny. He probably should have said, uh, payback will be rough. <laughs> yeah. right, Tony, he, he did a couple things this week that I think you won't ever let him live down, so I think it's fair. Oh, yeah, this is cool. You know. He he went off script. Oh, Matt let me never tell goes you. on script. Well, sure. Matt told me. Matt's like, man, I hope Tony's not mad at me, but I just I just can't. And I mean, I know how Matt is, so I wasn't gonna try yeah. to talk him down. So, um, I think every person that I interviewed, every single one of them commented on that circle sure. and that culture talk that he yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. So even if it was off script. Everybody. It made an impact. Yep. And Everybody's impact. You know, that's that's all I ask of our instructors when we first started talking about this was make an impact. You know, leave something with these attendees that they can take back and make an immediate impact on their operation, on their company, whether it be personally or professionally, right? And um, Matt did that. Nathan did that. Justin did that. All of our other instructors did that. I mean, this 
this uh, lineup of instructors, I don't know. The, <laughs> it was you know, great. I think uh, I think we should start a GoFundMe for a pancake machine. <laughs> I don't, no way, he needs that. He needs that. You gotta let him do it on his own. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You gotta let him raise that money. What do you say? A three thousand dollar pancake? Four thousand dollar pancake? Yeah. Just so y'all, those of you that weren't here, Matt wants a pancake machine from Holiday Inn Express. He can't believe that in two minutes he gets two pancakes. Two pancakes. Two pancakes. He's too, too and slick. <laughs> for $4,000, I go up there and cook pancakes for him. <laughs> Call me anytime. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'll well, look, Tony, you. I got to wrap. Pepper's like, it's 2 o'clock, man. I hear you. So we're at the end of day three. Tony, I'm going to ask you the questions that, or at least one of them. Absolutely. Uh, so what are your thoughts about uh, the whole thing, man? Give us Give us something to go out on. I, I tell you, uh, I feel very blessed. I feel uh, humble in the fact that the attendees that were here uh, left with uh, something that they could take back and uh, make a difference in their operation. It wasn't just me. It was this whole group of instructors and sponsors that made the difference. And uh, as long as we continue trying to lift each other up and make things better for our industry, we're just going to continue raising our industry to the next level. And that's what our whole goal has always been. So, um, you know, I think we hit, I told somebody, we hit a few home runs on uh, Sunday night and then again on Monday. Uh, but rounding out today, I think we hit a couple of grand slams. And uh, I couldn't be more proud of, uh, again, our instructors, our sponsors, and the, the way the event came off. We're always going to be looking for improvements. We're always going to be beating ourselves up that we could have done better. Uh, but uh, the proof's in the pudding and the fact that those surveys says that we exceeded expectations and, and giving us some good thoughts about what we're going to do next and how we're going to do it better. Yeah, man. Good job. Good yeah. job. Well, look, guys, thanks for y'all's time. We're uh, we're going to have this on Tony's website, and then also you'll be able to find it on My Fence Life. So. Hey, I want to share this, Dan. You guys don't forget out there in the listening land, October 16, 17, 18, and 19, we're going to be right back here in Shangri-La doing the same thing again, only man, better. You're going to so. have... Uh, Barry and Bill talk? Everybody's coming back. Oh, really? Come All on. the instructors. Oh. Come to Oklahoma, everybody. I welcome you. <laughs> <laughs> my first my visit backyard. to Oklahoma in my life. Never a place that I was like, Oklahoma is where I want to be. It yeah. was fantastic. This resort's beautiful. The staff is fantastic. Like like Dan hit on, the, it's beautiful for families just to get away and get out. But yeah, it's yeah. Just, it was a riot. Everything was great. All week yeah. long. You're going to have you're gonna have, same, you're gonna have Bill and uh, yeah. Barry talk yeah. first? Yeah, I'll, the, the, what you just set through is going to be done again in October. Well, Did man, I'm going to let you know right now. In October, if you're coming, don't be late because <laughs> you don't want to miss Barry and Bill's tag team. Yeah. Oh, dude. When that they, didn't get you started? I don't man, know what did. did. You know what I thought was funny? Matt was like. I don't have anything to say. You guys said everything I was going <laughs> to yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. How often does that happen? Yeah, exactly. really. Oh, he still found plenty to that, say. Yeah, yeah. Man, they, yeah, even stood in a chair and tore up yeah. a book. I he mean, I'm not, I'm not going to forgive him for that. Yeah. <laughs> Bill and Barry brought it, man. Yeah, yeah they, they did. It. They always they do. Did. They, they did. But, yeah, y'all don't forget about it. Uh, Sign-ups uh, are available on the website already, www.fenceconsultinggroup.com. We've already flipped the switch for that October event because I know that uh, word's going to get out how – how successful we had, uh, what success we had. And um, I just ask everybody, just give us a chance, you know, give us an opportunity. If you have any questions, give me a ring. We'll talk yeah, and about I'm going to have Mr. Producer do a little commercial in the middle. 
with your website so they can go find out about more awesome. and how they can find Thank you, Dan. upcoming we'll pre- events. We'll appreciate you wanting to be here and wanting to do these interviews because, you know, this type of stuff is what's elevating our industry, you know, educating yeah. and telling people about what's going on and giving them the opportunity to get involved, you know. It, it, it's it's just one of those things I've always said. You know, you can't just pay a dollar and expect something. You know, right. you got to you got to get involved, get yeah. in the trenches, and that's what happened this week with everybody here. Everybody got in the trenches, and we're going to all be better off for it. Well, great, man, fellas, y'all have a good one. Good talking to you. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us on. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. And we'll thanks again, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Tony. A big applause for Tony. <laughs> woo! Woo! You're the man, Tony. I appreciate you guys. All right. Wonderful, all right. guys. Have a good day. See you guys. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. And Benji with CleverFox.online, helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at MyFenceLife. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life.